Ready to launch into a new season. Hard to believe. Busy summer, a good busy summer, right? Because uh, back literally on the recruiting trail and getting a chance to kind of move into things that look more familiar from uh, a coach's perspective yeah. heading into what will hopefully be a much more calm and, and normalized and, and athletically based event year <laughs> coming up in the 2021-2022 season. Um, let's just start with this. What, how has it been getting back into the flow of things when it comes to being able to head on the road and welcome recruits to campus and things of that nature? Yeah, full speed ahead. You know, for us, June 1 really marked uh, the end of uh, the, the COVID era in terms of recruiting and evaluations. Um, the, the nicest part has been having a chance to meet future family members of our program that we have never had a chance to sit in front of. Uh, you know, we almost put together an entire class without having a chance to meet mom and dad face to face or even meet the young man. Um, so to be able to kind of get rid of the Zoom cameras and the laptops and see them on the field in person, more to support them and then obviously to build out the rest of the class and figure out what our strengths and weaknesses were and, um, you know, start to look at the future of this program from a, a more, uh, I guess, personal lens and be able to just have those interactions again with the guys. So we're excited. Selfishly, I think we know that we have a really talented group coming in and uh, we're also just excited to have a chance to welcome our guys back to campus this year. Uh, the jokes and the one-liners land so much better in person, don't yeah, they? They do. They do. I, uh, you, know, you always get a, a, a snark look from mom and dad if you're being serious or facetious. And uh, it's just a little bit more personal when you get to you know, be on a field with them. Well, this, this class coming in to be a part of this 2022 men's lacrosse season is, uh, is a unique one in the fact that we're starting to see a little more of what this new world of college athletics looks like with, it, with this blend of transfers and freshmen. But it's also a little bit smaller because we're still dealing with the opportunity, and it's certainly an opportunity, to have some of these guys stick around a little bit longer that were, have been a part of this program for the last several years. Yeah, you know, it was, it was quality, not quantity, going into this process. And, and we didn't know how COVID was going to impact us, and, and a lot of this class was built already. But I think it, it taught us the lesson of, of being really thoughtful about who you bring in and, and who you, you know, welcome into the locker room. And, and also understanding that, you know, the decision to come back is a big one. You know, there were some guys on our team that didn't make that decision until early to midsummer. So uh, throughout June and July, we're really trying to identify what our roster is going to look like. Um, to have you know six seniors coming back, I think is really impactful. To have all those guys have meaningful playing experience, you know, when you look at Jeremy Winston and, and Jack Dolan and Dixon Smith and Colin Hinton and Jack Lukovic, I mean, those guys have really played for us since day one on campus. And for them to be coming back into the fold with this new freshman class and a few transfers, you know, you start to see the talent depth and the, the competition that we're going to have on the field this fall. And and really. It speaks to while we announce and we'll be running through new guys coming in this year there is an element to recruiting of like you said retaining those guys that have been a part of this that have been talented players that have been great locker room guys and and keeping that consistency of the the duval mission going right and and allowing for those guys to help assimilate the new the new faces in yeah, you always want to bring in new talent. You always want to infuse your roster with maybe pieces of the puzzle that didn't you know, get you over the hump the year prior. But at the same time, there's a level of continuity that you need. Uh, we can't start at square one. And I think the most exciting part for us as coaches is you walk back onto the field th this fall and you're really only replacing one or two spots. And mm -hmm. on normal years, it might be six or seven and you're reteaching a lot of concepts. And for us, we want to really focus on team development culture in the fall and not implementation because we have so many guys that are gonna be coaches for us on the sidelines during practice and allows us to maybe 
expedite the process going into September. Awesome. Well, let's dive into it a little bit here and get a chance to meet some of those new names, those new faces, and those new contributors, hopefully, coming up this season. We'll start with the transfers. You've got a handful of guys coming from four-year institutions, a transfer from a community college as well after a year there. Uh, Luke Milliken, he's a grad a student coming in, goalie, North Carolina. I mean, you hear that, you know the the experience and the the talent that, that goes into that program too. What can he bring to JU? Yeah, you know, we had heard rumblings about Luke and when we had a chance to play North Carolina selfishly, I was looking on the other sidelines, watching him warm up and wondering what that could look like. And, uh, you know, Luke started as a freshman. You know, to start as a freshman in the ACC, to have that experience, he also is from the same high school as Dixon Smith. So there were some ties there previous. Um, Luke is a guy that I had a chance to watch and coach when I was at a previous institution at camps. Um, just a hell of a kid, uh, impressive young man with, with high motivation to come in here and have an impact. And that position is so unique. Obviously, we're bringing back Jason, who was an all-conference guy. Uh, but anytime you have a few guys in that room that have played on game day, I think it just makes them all better. I think Jason's excited about the opportunity to compete. And I think the best version of Jason is when we have really talented guys like Luke in that room. So uh, experience, uh, obviously playing in the ACC, and then the, the, the motivation to come in and, and try to compete for a spot has, has you know, put Luke in a really cool position. A guy with a lot of experience under his belt on the other side of things, the offensive side, Max Walbaum, who's coming over from Tufts. Uh, I mean, he went to the national championship game last year, All-American, and, and has a ton of experience at that uh, Division three level, but man, it, it, it's clear that he can play. Yeah, you know, it's funny, the Division three level, but Tufts played Dartmouth this past year in a weird kind of set schedule setting and, and, and beat him up pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, you start to talk about Tufts, you know, there's some schools in Division Three. I, I would put Tufts and Salisbury and RIT in that category, where they're, they're Division One schools that just happen to be in a different mm -hmm. division. And Max Waldbaum scoring 68 goals as a sophomore, um, you know, being six foot three, 240, having a wealth of experience under his belt. The Tufts style of play is fast. It's producing shots. Um, what's fun about Max is we're going to be able to kind of change what we do on offense because of a guy like that and the mentality that he brings. And I can already tell his impact on this roster is going to be one of a, a level of competition that maybe some of our guys haven't seen before. So uh, we're excited about Max, especially on the offensive end. Yeah, fun fact about Tufts too, the nickname, the Jumbos. The Jumbos, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's as unique as it comes in college <laughs> athletics. Uh, Tyler Corpora, another grad transfer, midfielder, comes from Hartford. Yeah, really unique one. You know, Hartford made the decision to go from Division One to Division Three, and that roster was put in a position where they had to make a tough decision. And Tyler was the captain of the team at Hartford, a slashing midfielder. When we saw that decision, Coach Grinelli came into my office and said, hey, if Tyler Kapoor goes in the portal, we need to make that call. He was a name that we have seen on the recruiting trail in the past. So when his name popped up, it was an immediate call for me. It was a, almost a no-brainer. We knew the level of toughness he brought. Uh, again, a, to be a top six midfielder at the Division One level, to be a captain, and then to be able to come here and have an impact, again, from a leadership standpoint, we're excited about. Back in the cage, Otto Bergman, a big guy, a good experience in his time at Canisius, and, and he comes in to continue to add to that competition uh, back there that you talked about earlier. Yeah, you know, last year we experienced a, a few injuries in goal where we were put in a position where we really weren't sure, you know, who was going to be up next, and we wanted to shore up that, that area of the field. So um, Otto is a guy that we saw play on film two years ago who had 25 saves against Robert Morris before we played him and was an all-freshman, all-cross selection as a in his first year at Canisius. Again, another guy that started, you know, you're, you're having three guys on the roster that have played meaningful Division I lacrosse games. So um, Otto, big 
really, really presence in, in the net. Um, and he's a guy that we, again, we, we saw his name, we called him right away. And I know it seems kind of funky to bring in two goalies, but I think you'll see probably the most competitive battle on our team at, at the goalie room this year. This one's a unique story, and it's a name that if anybody is in the Jacksonville area knows lacrosse, should recognize it, but may go, yeah, that guy, Reed Smith, who, who was an outstanding player for Ponte Vedra, goes to Florida State, plays with their club program mm -hmm. for years, and now is getting a chance to do it at the Division I level, coming over back home here to, to play at J.U. What, what led Reed to this choice, and how did you guys identify him as someone who could come in here and help? Yeah, really, again, another cool story. When I first got the job here, Reed Smith was the only name on my whiteboard. Uh, he had previously committed to Jacksonville. Um, he had decommitted after we got the job, he committed to Delaware, and then he chose to stay in state at Florida State. But Reed Smith is one of the best high school attackmen in the state of Florida. Um, one of my favorite guys to watch when I first got the job here. I tried to get him back uh, before he made the decision. Um, he, he decided to go that route. So when his name popped up in our, in our book, again, another guy we had familiarity with. Uh, normally you don't jump into the MCLA to recruit. You know, the club lacrosse seems just a little bit different, but obviously Reed has a unique connection to Jacksonville to this university and um, selfishly, I think we got a sneaky one there that we're, we're excited to see on the field. I'm, I'm excited to see how he does as well and, and always love as a local guy, seeing the local guys doing great things here yeah. at JU. Uh, Connor Gladstone, he's coming over from the junior college level, played a year at Howard up in the Maryland area, a defender and, and someone who's got quite a few years uh, of eligibility that he'll have ahead of him as well after getting some time at the at the collegiate level already to to kind of work out some kinks yeah you know again another unique story was committed to a vision th division three school and really wanted to play division one so he, he chose a unique path to go juco for one year uh, he had the grades to move forward but just wanted that opportunity and um, you know he's six foot three but he was a bit of a beanstalk and you know he got there and he got on a meal plan and he got into a lifting plan and he looks, has a presence about him. He, now he's you know, advertising his own lifting plans. And it was just a unique story again, where you bring in size, now strength, and a guy who's had a year under his belt at playing competitive lacrosse. And um, that year didn't count against him. So he's really coming in a lot of ways as a freshman um, with a, a little bit of experience at the collegiate level. I'll have to hit him up for some of those lifting programs, exactly. see if he can help <laughs> me, me <too>. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's head to the freshman now and, and quite a few guys from a diverse background, uh, kind of all over the country you guys went in and, and found pieces that can help put together this puzzle that is Jacksonville men's lacrosse. Uh, we've got Jackson Intrieri, uh, an attack. What, what excited you all about him? Yeah, so Jackson, again, these stories are so funny. So he's committed to your sinus, a Division three school, and um, had 150 some odd points as a senior. And I think he took a step back and realized, you know, my, there, there may be a few more doors open for me than I previously thought. And um, Coach Brzezinski did a great job. He has some connections in, in that PA area with Wissahakon and, and had a chance to um, get Jackson on the phone and, and had a chance to learn a little bit more about him and his interest and got to meet his dad and his family came down and um, you know he is arguably one of the most talented guys in the class and he was the last guy to commit you know and for Jackson they have the opportunity to come down here and show the world what he's capable of um, he had a really special senior season we're excited about him. Not far down the road you stay on the offensive end with Trevor Natalie who played at the Benjamin School which is you know, uh, a, a athletic program that is pretty well renowned and able to keep a guy close to home has to feel pretty good too, right? Yeah, another All-American, a guy that was selected high school All-American. And, um, you know, Trevor came to our prospect day a few years ago with uh, our 2021 commits and all of our commits said, coach, who, who's this guy? We got to have him. So we took, we said no brainer and uh, we brought him in and, you know, it was, uh, it was an easy kind of transition for us to be able to, to add that piece of the puzzle. 
Theo Kostikos, probably messed up his name, but yeah. <laughs> he's uh, a guy coming from the Northeast, another guy on the offensive end from Massachusetts, and, and another one who seems to have pretty darn good credentials behind him. Yeah, Theo, you know, we, we haven't had a huge footprint in the New England area, and a guy, you know, from, from his stature, you know, at the, the, the Thayer Academy, and uh, the ability for him to come in, being coached by Ben Rubier, uh, you know, an all-world attackman at the Division One level, his experience, his ability to stretch the defense, I mean, he's a big righty shooter, one of our first commitments in the class, and um, another guy in the offensive end that we think will come in and has expectations to push right away. Let's go down to the Lone Star State, where Gavin Osteen was a multi-sport athlete, and he comes in as a midfielder for you. Yeah, you know, Gavin can play midfield and attack. He was a highly touted football recruit. Uh, again, he was late. He was this summer, in addition. Um, but athletically does things that maybe you just you don't see often on the lacrosse field. But his football background is going to give us another sense of toughness and size and presence on the offensive end. He went to the Queen City twice and pulled a couple of talented players. First up, Seth Green, who is a guy who really established himself in an area that has some pretty talented lacrosse up there in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, you know, uh, the, just the Midwest area has been really good to us. And Seth Green and, and Charlie DeGenero are both guys from that area that have really made a huge impact on our class. Seth is a guy who plays face-offs but can really do anything. He can play midfield. He's one of those guys that has skill after the draw. So that's what attracted us to him is his ability not only to win draws and, and push Nathan at the face-off X, but also to maybe play some offense or play some defense and another multi-sport football athlete that I think will help us right away. Yeah, some all-state performers there in multiple sports. You always like to have that. Uh, that shows that they're true athletes. Uh, just up the road in Georgia, Colin Baez, he's a face-off guy coming in for you. Yeah, really athletic face-off guy. Plays with a little bit of a spunk. You know, we're going to have to work on his physical physicality, but you know, his really quick hands. And again, I think just to add depth to that face-off room is going to give us some more competition uh, and allow Nathan just to have some different types of uh, face-off personnel to go against them. I know Nathan's excited about welcoming Colin in too. Matthew Brenner, he hails from Illinois, another guy with, with a kind of a diverse athletic background, some football in his, in his past as well. He comes in uh, to help man the midfield for you. Yeah, you're starting to see a trend with some of our guys we're recruiting, you know, multi-sport guys. And I think yeah. that's been so good for us over the past two years. We've really leaned into it. And Matt Brenner is a guy who I think is a well-kept secret. You know, in Illinois, um, you know, coaches saw him this summer. A lot of coaches uh, that we had a chance to run into said, man, Matt Brenner could not be covered in the state of Illinois this year. And for us, we're excited to see him. We haven't seen him live in a while, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll be cool to have him on campus. All right, as we continue to roll through here, this freshman class coming in for the 2022 season, Ryan Della Rocco, he works the cage. He's from New Jersey, where you went and got a couple of guys this year as well, that state. Uh, what about Della Rocco stands out? Yeah, first of all, Seton Hall Prep. I mean, the school that yeah. he attends is a huge lacrosse academy, really. I mean, they put out a lot of Division One talent. That's number one. Number two, Ryan, uh, you know, won a prestigious award last year at a, at a camp as the MVP of the goalie position with a lot of other Division One guys. Uh, you, we go back to talking about the goalie room. Uh, this is the deepest goalie room we'll ever have. Um, you know, we'll have five guys there all vying for the opportunity to play. Jason obviously leading the pack, but I know Ryan's going to come in with expe high expectations to play and to hopefully play early on in his career. Gordon Ogden third, also from New Jersey, and Longstick Mitty. Yeah, Gordon, uh, one of my favorites, just a unique cat. Uh, Gordon plays actually junior A hockey, uh, so again, another multi-sport kid. Hockey, his, his hockey highlights are, are more fun to watch than his lacrosse <laughs> highlights. Uh, Gordon was also on a really unique high school team where they didn't have a goalie, so Gordon played in goal and was on a, scored a goal from the goalie position and was on ESPN top 10 this spring. So uh, six foot three, moves well, strong, 
functionally strong as a hockey lacrosse player, one of the more creative long sticks in our class, and I think he'll be fun to watch. Bryce Wojnovich, he hails from a little bit up the road, Tobacco Road, an area that is certainly burgeoning as a lacrosse place, I feel like, uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, fun story about Bryce. We recruited him off his basketball film. Um, <laughs> five foot ten and sent us a clip of him dunking. And Ooh. you don't see that very often no. from a young man who's five foot ten. So uh, we watched him. We watched him cover some of the best players in the state in North Carolina in basketball and saw a defensive midfielder. So he's got a flair to his game and uh, athletically is going to bring us some, some big presence in between the lines. Jealous as a fellow 5'10 guy who yeah. cannot dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Garrett Moore, another Floridian who, who stays close to home and, and will be helping out in the midfield. Yeah, if you look at our roster, we only have a few Florida guys, but the ones that we have are All-Americans. The ones that we have are leading the state in points, and Garrett is another one of those guys who led Winter Park to the state championship this year, uh, was named All-American along with Trevor. Again, adds athleticism, presence. We haven't done a great job of keeping guys from Orlando in state, and, and Garrett hopefully is, is one of many here and, and one that we're excited about in between the lines. All right, and just a couple of left here to, to wrap things up. Jack Lovelace, what, what about him? Yeah, so um, Jack and Nick DiDemizio are really unique ads. And again, mm -hmm. they, these guys have added within the last 14 days. Um, <laughs> it goes back to the story at Hartford. Uh, both committed to the University of Hartford, uh, realized that they want to play at the Division One level. And, and you know, we've, we heard, heard about them from their coaching staff and just the impact they plan to have there. So um, Jack, 6'4", midfielder, can shoot the heck out of the ball, can stretch a defense. Um, he's going to add us a different element, potentially on man up, and uh, will certainly give us some more outside presence on the offensive end. Well, glad to have Jack and Nick coming in as well, and glad to have all these guys coming in in this special class, helping to fill out the 2022 roster. And boy, before we know it, we'll be talking about games and, and everything like that as well. But sooner rather than later, they'll be moving into campus, getting fall workouts started, and we'll continue to keep everybody abreast of the men's lacrosse program as it continues to develop here going into 2022. John Galloway, thanks so much. Yes, thanks for having me.